0: So during this uh, this whole quarantine, the one that we just went through back in March. What quarantine? Oh, just forget <laughs> about that. Yeah. Back in uh, March. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, two things that happened to me. Got big into Yacht Rock. Told you that before. Love Yacht Rock. Yeah. But yep. I watched tons of documentaries. Like I love documentaries. I love watching like even like Dateline, stuff like that to figure out why people oh, yeah. go Cr- ahead and the, murder the, people. Or you while know? or, or, well, the Chris Hansen ones, Chris H- oh, the, that was to yeah. catch a predator. Right, that right. was great. That was like yeah. great TV. That was yeah. the thing, some of the best comedy on yeah. TV. I was mean, sad, but funny. Yes. <laughs> the way that it happened. But the, the thing I, uh, that i I really got into, and I think I told you to watch it was this thing about the Nexium cult. Did you oh, watch the Nexium?
1: Oh, good God. Did I watch did you? that oh, good. thing? Yeah.
0: Cause we didn't talk <laughs> about it. Good stuff, right? Wow. I don't know if you heard, he just got sentenced. Yes. yeah, hundred yeah. Like uh, two life terms, I think two yeah. life terms for like racketeering. Uh, what what was his other thing? I think trafficking, sex trafficking, sex trafficking. Yeah. yeah. How do you, how do people, how do you get to that point where you let like, this guy's like what? Five, five. His name's Keith. Remember his name was Keith. <laughs> right. And when yeah. he wanted everybody to call him
1: Vanguard. Yeah. <laughs> well, because, Vanguard. well, he wanted a different name because everybody knows, I mean, no offense guys, but Keith is the worst name in the English language. Yeah. It's family guy said it best. Yes. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. 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 What yeah. is the worst name? It was a code word to get into a safe. The worst name in the English language. Keith. Keith. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, well, yeah. So, so cool. Vanguard and he got that yeah. name from the eighties video game. That would be at the arcade, the Vanguard video game. Right. He took it. So he's that's a right. Big fan of that. Yeah. But how do you get to that point? How do these people like, are you just broken? <clears throat> like what
1: happens? I, I think people are looking. Uh, they they've got too much space inside. They're they're looking for something to fill that space. There's a whole science figuratively.
0: There's a whole science that goes behind uh, the cults and how they how they suck people in.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I want psychology. to start a cult. I want to be. A, I want to get a cult going. Well, yeah, I, I just would get a cult going just so I could go back to Greece next summer. Like yeah, just oh, raise yeah. enough money, go to Greece. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Then I'll just disband the cult, or I'll just disappear. What would you call it? I. That's a good question. And yeah. I'd have to think. Cults really, really have large. to think it through. Yeah, I'd have to really think about that. But did
0: you like it? Yeah, I told you it was good, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 midnight I, volleyball? Like, what? Yeah, I know. Who does that? Yeah, please meet us for volleyball at midnight. Yeah. Till four in the morning. <laughs> in and the then morning. he'll
1: sit around and pontificate and they all cry when he talked. Yeah. And, they would, and then I liked how they would like make it seem like he had this like huge, huge following and he would do these huge speaking engagements. Meanwhile, it just looked like somebody put some drapes in the basement. Oh, It was yeah. a card table. <laughs> yeah. right? And yeah. he would sit down and be like, oh, 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 like he was some big shot. Yeah. And they got some of those actresses yeah, from involved. Smallville. The girl from uh, Smallville.
0: yeah, And yeah. Uh, somebody who was, had like a, a blip in one of the Star Wars movies.
1: Yeah. She oh, played. yeah. But at least she broke out of it. She broke out of that. Yeah, she got out. But Yeah. Still. But, Silly, you know, silly white girls. But I'm what glad you, you watch do? it. See, I, I recommend good things, don't I? Yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, that was a great recommendation. I'm excited for your next recommendation. We'll have to wait for the next cult scandal. I don't have letter. anything right now. Oh, all yeah. right. I'll, I'll get you one. Oh, something's good. It's America. Something's going to come up. Yeah. So
0: anyway, tell us about your guests. So speaking of
1: silly so, white girls. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say speaking of television, but okay. Speaking of silly white girls, we've got, we've got. <laughs> We've got Leon Morgan, who, in my mind, he'll always be a celebrity. You may not have heard of him, but in my mind, he is a celebrity. Um, Leon is an actor, and we're going to talk about his story, how he became an actor. He's also a sneaker aficionado, and he was he was one of those prior to being an actor. Believe me, we had some discussions about that. Yeah. And um, he'll tell us about that, too. And uh, yeah, Leon and I go back to uh, 2006. Yeah, 2006 when we worked together.
0: Okay, so you say he's a sneaker aficionado.
1: Yeah. W- where are we starting? What point? I want to hear about that. That's what I'm most to hear excited about. To hear. Well, yeah. Let's go let's right, go right there. Yeah. yeah, he's here. We yeah. can start off with Lee and his sneaks and go from there. Here he is, Leon Morgan. <laughs>
2: hey, yes. Yeah, so TV is full of silly white girls, just to say. But, um, <laughs> sure is. Okay. Don't get me canceled, the please. <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, yeah, sneakers. How did I get into it? Yeah. Back in high school, I got into it. Burning up my mother's American Express, Ooh. buying sneakers online, trying to stay up with, keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. I used to like love video games. But I was just like, you can't get girls with a high score in a video game. So you you know, if your wardrobe show up, didn't I work. can't Vanguard it like everybody else. I can't go out and do that. So yeah. I got into sneakers, and it was it was crazy because I ended up getting my first like corporate job. No, well, not corporate job, but my first retail corporate job was at Nike Town when it used to be in. Um, he who shall remain, remain nameless tower on, uh, which Oh yeah.
1: 57th. <laughs> yep. 57th and fifth. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so Yeah. I, I, I had a real problem. It would be like 15 pairs I'd buy a month. And then I had to like, just back it up. Cause I'm like, I can't do anything with well, this. So I, I was never... going to say,
1: was it kind of like being in the mob? Cause was Nike juicing. you? Was it like, you know, you take out advances and then they're like, Hey Leon, you got to work a little extra overtime now, you know? <laughs>
2: My coworker used to be like, there's Leon again, recycling his money back in the company. (laughs) How many pair do you have? I have right now, I think 130. My max was 250.
0: Why'd you cut back? Did you sell them? I
2: I was just like, I can't do it. I'm, I'm looking at this pile of shoes. I was still living at home. My mom at the time, go figure, right? And I was just like, you have 250 pairs of sneakers and you're living at home. What are you doing? Yeah. So then I ended up, like, donating some to veterans and selling some on eBay okay. and just giving some to, um, like, my friends and whatnot. And then when I got my own apartment with my fiance, I was just like, you know what? Now you can kind of do it again, but just do it um, – but just pace yourself. <laughs> you
0: can't possibly wear all the – how many of these have you worn, like, of the ones you own?
2: So I've worn, I would say, 97% of them. There's 3% that haven't broken wow. out yet because I'm just like, you know, like – it's winter now. I don't want to run these sneakers. That's Oh yeah, right. No, yeah, he, right. Yeah.
1: no Did, I, I learned that from Leon. I have certain like sneakers now, especially from Nike. They, I will only wear in spring. Yeah, I,
0: I'm the same way. You need, if somebody comes and like taps into you with their dirty shoe and scuffs it, don't you get pissed? I get pissed if somebody scuffs my shoe. Now, Leon, this is the thing I had. My brother was a trainer in the NBA, so he had a contract with Nike. So I used to be able to get you know Nikes whenever I wanted. It was it was a great. Great treat, but I didn't take advantage. You would have taken advantage of them. you would be like, "Oh, uh, I, I need a new pair." I didn't take advantage. I but would I have loved.
2: been. Yeah, I would have. I you would have.
0: Impressive. That's just
2: kind of what I do. So I was just like, you know, during the pandemic, you know, as George, I'm an actor, and the industry slowed down a bit. I was just like, you know what. I'm starting to, like, gain some social media confidence in a way because you got to have that. Unless you're just sharing articles. You'll be that person. I call those people bumblebee posters where Mm -hmm. all they do is just share articles. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah, like you're some expert all of a sudden. It's like, no, it's just you're (laughs) sharing an article. I'm a disease expert now. Here we go. Here's an article.
2: No, just share an article. No caption. Just, did you know that the Uh, scientists said that this fruit can make you lose weight? Stop it. Stop it. Just stop it. So... What I did was I said, you know what, let me try to like build up a following of some sort. So I said, let me educate people on sneakers yeah. versus just posting pictures of me wearing them. Let me give you a little history because some of these things have some rich history and you know, and so forth, yeah.
0: What's your favorite pair that you have? There has to be one, do you, do you have the the um, the oh. Run DMC All-Stars? Do you have those? Which one? The Run Run DMC All-Stars, the Superstars, um, I'm sorry.
2: No, Leon doesn't really wear Adidas like Oh, just that. Nike. For the most part, Nike. Yeah. Um, now, I'm a corporate company, man. It's just like, I wear a size 14. These shoes tend to complement a big foot, oh, And they, they do.
0: do. Now they're he's more just comfortable. showing off. No, they're more That's comfortable okay. for him. Yeah. I get that. They, mm-hmm. they probably yeah. got a better toe box for him, right?
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. I know. No, no, no. He wanted to get that size 14 in there. Wow, toe box. You really <laughs> That's right, Scott. Lingo, he, right? I do know yeah. the lingo. He, he wanted to get impressive. that in there. I know, yeah. I know what he's thinking. He's got a 14 inch.
0: Scotty, did you hear that? He has a 14 inch shoe. You know yeah. what that means?
1: Big, big shoes. Big, big feet. Yes. Yeah. that's what it yeah. Was, yeah. No, no. I know what he was doing. That's yeah. all right. He's got a big one. Hey,
2: my um, mom from church is listening, no. <laughs> <laughs> my dad has been in church for like 30 years, so, so we'll you on the platform. So
1: <laughs> I, I knew about this sneaker thing with the collection with Leon, because when Leon and I worked together, he would wear different sneakers all the time and and what i'd love to do is the the one thing you know yes your mother talked to you about how many pairs you had but do you remember the discussion we had in the office about that too where i said it might be time to shed a few we were having a we leon and i would have these dream manager conversations and i was excited about him becoming an actor but then there was also like geez george you know i got to make some money i got to do this and i'm like well you got to make money it's like how many pairs of shoes do you have i said put some of those out you know you could, you know, maybe not do Starbucks five times a day, like all the kids were doing at the time, spending hundreds of dollars a week at that place. I'm like, we can cut back a little bit here, sell a few shoes and then, you know, start going to acting school. And and so, Leon, why don't you, you know, like take it from there? Like, where did the where did the acting bug hit and how did you approach it? Because a lot of people, I think, have the bug. But for some people, it's literally a flu, like just get rid of it and move on. Yeah. But for other people, I think they should follow it like what you did. So,
2: My acting bug is a lingering disease right now. It's lingering, like COVID. Like, you got it, now you got some lingering effects. (laughs) But, um, no, so before I wanted to become an actor, I wanted to become a music producer. I wanted to be the next Jay-Z. So I had my own record label. I had two artists signed to it, plus two producers. Uh But then it was just like, you're not going to become successful with this because you have to depend on these people who aren't coming to the studio on time that you're (laughs) paying for so then our co-worker, Mario from Savio, George, yep. don't remember, uh, he was an actor. And yes. we would make these little videos for the store meetings. And Mario was like, Leon, you're having so much fun. You should do this. I was like, no, I want to be Jay-Z. I don't want to be Danny <laughs> I want to be Jay-Z. And then I saw I Am Legend. It was pretty much like a one-man show. I was like, that's pretty fun. And then I read that Heath Ledger locked himself in a hotel room for a month to become the Joker, that's what I want to do. So ever since Mario introduced me to our acting coach, Richard Scanlon, who passed away last year, mm. um, rest in peace, I just never looked back. Like, And it was funny because I'm a shy dude. For, I was or am for the most part. Yeah, you of, it. What are you doing becoming an actor? <laughs> Every time I have a show, I'm about to film something, I'm like, what are you doing here? You're shy. You don't belong here. Mm. But then once it's over, I'm just like, damn, I miss it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So what was your first I mean, I don't think that the, the uh, that that play I went to that wasn't your first big gig, the one where I yelled out intermission by accident and everybody heard it. I was <laughs> I, I went to go see this play and I was looking at the you know, I looked through the program and I, I thought it was a short play yeah. and I didn't realize how loud I was being and I looked through the program and I'm like intermission oh, no. everybody's like turning around <laughs> looking at me yeah. there's more but, <laughs> like, but yeah that was that was my bad my bad but I was being supportive it was, that was my bad anyway so no. what was your what was your first like what was your first break what was your first break
2: so my so what you saw that day was a was the um a showcase yes but my first like actual play um I got fired from actually my oh, first did. one Yeah, they double cast it, right? But um, it was funny because the writer, he ripped off Tyler Perry. Uh I'm not saying anything because I'm still trying to build bridges, but um, he ripped (laughs) off Tyler Perry. And then like the director was like a dictator. This dude who dressed like a nineteen forties director, like he wore like the beret, he had his (laughs) pants his boots. Are you kidding?
0: They have a riding crop. The little pantaloons, the the billowy pants.
2: And, a, and like a paper blow horn, like action. Oh <laughs> <God. laughs> like, like, Quiet on the like. Domino fall, domino fall. <laughs> so he was just. Real, it wasn't a great experience. I don't want to say the guy was bad, but it wasn't a great experience. So, so I you never, were you feeling
1: a bit deflated after that, or did you, did you get asked to leave? Like, how, like it's okay. Like, I want people to hear the real deal because wait,
2: I'll tell you. So I got an email one morning. Uh, hello, your services will no longer be needed and Love Hurts. Thank you very much. And that was it. That was the email I got. So when I got that email, I'm still like 25 at the time, still fresh. Um, I'm just like, oh my God, that's it. I will never be in a Marvel movie because I got fired from Love Hurts. So it was (laughs) just like, but then, um, you know, as I grew, pardon actually, let me take it back. I ended up booking another play. You I wrote did. This play, this okay. woman, um, It wasn't. She wrote it from the heart, so this wasn't like a, a Edward Albee type of play or a Tennessee Williams quality, but it was just like she wrote this from the heart. It meant something from her uh, to her, and she wanted to send a message. So I was more than happy to jump on. I'm so friends with this woman. She's been one of my biggest supporters, but yeah, she gave me my first like opportunity that I saw through. I didn't get fired from it.
1: <laughs> That's great. So how was that like what, what was it nervousness? Like what did you what did you go through for that first one?
2: So it was nervousness because it was like you're in front of this crowd. Two, I played a gay dude in the play. Um, not, there's anything wrong with it, but people doing their personal time is no one's business, but their own. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so it was like, that was my first role. So at first it was like, you know, a little nervous taking on such a role because you and I actually had a conversation about that. Yes. Uh, you said, do you want your first role to be this? Because it's not that there's anything wrong with it. Right. It's just, you're fresh in the game. Can you connect with that character? Right. You know? Um, so it was a little bit nerve wracking to do that. But it was also nerve wracking because I'm in front of a black audience, black people, we talk at the screen, we yeah. talk at the stage. So that's just what we do. <laughs> right, it's embedded yeah. in us. <laughs> <laughs> so I on that stage, and people were talking back at me, I was like, Oh, my God, this is so fun. Like okay. I'm making these people feel a certain way that they're just yelling at the character, not knowing that, Hey, this is written. This is not how I really feel. So but, um, so the so so so
1: audience mean, was actually like yelling out to you. Like, you know, that's right. Yep. Yeah, Like that type uh-huh. of, uh, uh, no, sit down,
2: sit down, get out of there. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One play I did this, I was just like, why won't women treat me right? And this lady was like, I'll take you home. I was like, yes, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I'm always nervous when I get on the stage. Like, you know, it tells me that I love what I do. But, like, when you can make someone laugh or cry or get angry with you, this character is just tops. Yeah.
1: That's great. (laughs) That's great. So – you got in that play. You played the gay character. The audience is like coming along the ride with you. What yeah. happens after that? Like, what d- did you so, get? Some extra schooling? Did you meet up with an agency? Like, how does the process work?
2: So what I did. So naive, Leon, back at the time, thought, oh, I did this play. Someone's going to come see me, and I'm going to be in a new X-Men movie. It was it, for some reason. <laughs> it was always being going to Hollywood and doing a Marvel film. Yeah. I don't know what it was yeah. with me in my twenties, but. I started to learn that, no, it's more than that. You actually have to grind hard. It's a lottery. It's even worse than the NBA draft. You know, so I um, decided to um, work with my, uh, part of me, I'm like stammering all over the place here. I decided to enroll in an acting school, the William Esker studio. Okay. And get that training, that discipline, the responsibility of meeting with your scene partner outside of class, not just waiting for class to do your work. Like that was your responsibility. They drill that into you because it's like, for all the hours that you are not training or being responsible, someone else is putting in the double time. Yeah. And my teacher always told me the actor who does the work is the actor who gets the work. So there you go. I graduated from the William S. Studio. All right, great. I'm a trained actor. I'm going to get every role now. I'm going to be an Iron Man too. Nope, <laughs> that doesn't you matter. Get in? No. <laughs> so I'm thinking to myself like these reps are going to love me because you know, look, he he works the William S. Studio. He has um theater underneath his belt, like this kid's an artist. No, then you learn about the thing of types now. Does Leon look like the type that works for George at this corporation? Yes, he can play that character, but would would you take him as that guy? No, so we're gonna go with someone else. Your audition was great, but you just weren't right for the part. Does Leon look like he would be in a relationship with Scarlett Johansson? Maybe she likes brothers. But according to this movie, it doesn't look like they're going to be together. So, mm-hmm. Leon, the world's looking at to Dax Shepard, but hang on, buddy, we're going look for something for you. Right. You know, so there are these little things that you find along the way that help you grow. It crushes the naive, young, bright-eyed actor in you, and it turns you into the professional artists that's
1: okay it's a good way to look at it that's a great way to look i don't think many people look at it that way no and
0: they should because he's right it's a crushing it can be a a soul crushing business so what kind of gigs were you getting out of that after you graduated school you weren't getting the iron man roles what were you getting
2: so i was getting more black box theater more um uh like you know black box and Uh, Plays written by black directors and writers in Harlem and parts of Brooklyn. Um, And it was just like, maybe you need to find a little bit of yourself because I won't lie. When I was coming in the game, you took on TV or in film is mainly like white faces, white writers, white directors. So you think like that's the way to go. You think white is right. And you tend to turn your back on your culture. But. As I started grinding more and seeing there's a thing of type or connection now, you're not just reading words and regurgitating them. You have to actually connect with this character in the circumstance. I found a way and appreciation to my own culture. Actually, one of my teachers, uh, Patrick Quagliano, he said, I don't think it's that you're not getting the black roles. I think you're afraid to do so, do them because you may feel you won't connect with them. And a part of what he said was true um, i didn't grow up like in your traditional black family my family's from the caribbean so we have our different roots it's not yep. necessarily in tune with what's going on in the south or someone who grew up in brooklyn as such so there was a part of me that felt like yeah i'm black but i'm not part of that class not that i think i'm better than them mm-hmm. i just didn't have that experience no you
1: didn't so, have that experience
2: yes yeah, that experience of growing up in being like sixth or 10th generation in America. Like I'm first generation, my brother and sister and I. So there was a part of me that was afraid I couldn't connect with that. But little did I know, whether I'm from Honduras and Trinidad or from Charleston, South Carolina, I'm still a brother, yeah. so I still get that experience. Yeah, if that makes any sense, it makes sense.
1: No, of course it does. Yeah, of course it does. I'll tell you. You know, it's funny. I just just one quick aside, and then I have a I have another question. But I mean, uh-huh. Leon and I were actually the original Larry and Leon from Curb Your Enthusiasm. When I like oh, yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm now, Leon and I, when we were working together, we were the we didn't live together. Yeah, but we were the original Larry and Leon. Sit there and bicker with each other? No, nah, just, just bicker, talk stuff. Like yeah. I I would learn a lot. You know, there was cultural things Leon would learn about me with the gay community. I learned a ton from Leon in the black community. We just and we were able to we were able to frame it in a humorous way. I don't think people would have gotten us to be honest. I wow. think we probably both would have been fired if they heard some of the stuff we talked about. But we 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 just uh, yeah yeah. And Le- it
0: was Leon. Just did cool. you use George's? Uh, did you use him when you were playing your gay character? Was he your oh, geez, your, your, here your we reference? Go. Uh, yeah
2: so at first will I't lie to you like I would ask like my gay co-workers I'm like so what would you do in this situation it's just like as a black it it's kind of cringeworthy because it's almost like hey Leon I'm, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna go date this black guy what do you guys like to do you know it's almost <laughs> like that so it's like it was cringeworthy. But I'll give you like a little side action I remember I used to have a mohawk yeah and, um <laughs> like a real mohawk shave size and everything. <laughs> I was going to get a tattoo on my, the side of my head. George picked up the store walkie-talkie, and he says, Hi, everyone, this is George Puglios, just letting the store know that if Leon Morgan gets a tattoo on the side of his head, I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's a friend.
1: That's a good friend right there. He's done.
2: Yeah, I'm glad I didn't do that. I'm glad. <laughs> oh, in the
1: workplace today, I'd be serving two to five. Oh, yeah. No question. Yeah. Back then, though, we could get away with it. You'd be canceled. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. But see, the thing is, George, our, our banter, our, our dynamic, it's just like I had a conversation with someone about this a while ago. Like, sometimes our differences, race, sexuality, religion, is the elephant in the room. Yeah. And when you can get over that and make fun of yourself and know that George doesn't mean this when he says this, or Leon doesn't mean this when he says that, everyone's just butter. It's golden.
1: Right. You know? And I, I, that's how we built a relationship and built a friendship, which is great. So- Let's talk where you know we, we've got and and believe me we'll put all the Leon Morgan acting, Lee and his sneaks, we'll we'll put all those on the website oh, when we promote the, the show. Can oh, you send a sure.
0: picture of your wall of or your drawers? Not oh yeah. your pants, but your
1: your drawers of uh Yeah, we will need a, yeah, we'll need a photo of that for sure in yeah. addition to the the handsome profile you sent us. Oh yeah. Um but my question now is and I think people you know want to know because you know, I think they get the picture that it's not easy, but there's been some great advice here. Where like where are you right now? And then what are you thinking about? Not too far in the future because you don't wanna to waste too much energy in the future. But where are you now and what are you what are you thinking about next?
2: So where am I now? I'm still figuring myself out. So, OK, this is interesting as a master actor. If you've mastered acting, that means you've mastered the human condition and you're wasting your time acting. You should be charging $500 million for speaking engagement at at a colleges, honestly. And I learned that and I'm learning that because I'm breaking my perfectionism. So George and I had a conversation actually the other day because I took this audition technique class over Zoom. I was like, you know, let me work the creative muscle. And I was sitting up there trying to be perfect in my scenes and my scene work. And it just wasn't landing. I wasn't honest. I was just trying to put on a performance versus actually just coming from an honest place. And that's the thing. A lot of people don't realize that acting and auditioning, two different beasts. Like, yes, you book that role, become Jerry Seinfeld, become George Costanza. But in that audition room, I'm Leon Morgan showing you, the casting director, how I'm going to put the pieces together for this puzzle. You have a casting problem, I'm Leon, here's my honest take on this character. Mm -hmm. Does it work? Yes, great, let's sign the papers. If not, no problem, great audition, I'll keep you in the back of my head. You know. So I'm learning that there's no such thing as a perfect human being, so therefore you don't have to be perfect in your audition. So after we had that conversation, I took another audition technique class over Zoom and I just threw it away. I was just natural, I was just myself responding honestly, and she loved it, so that's where I'm at right now, figuring myself out. So when the world heals, I can bring that into the battlefield. For the future, I'm looking into writing. You know, someone okay. was to me. actually during one of the, my second play. This woman said, "Every black actress should learn how to write." Now I'm 25, 26. I'm like, I don't know what that means. And writing sounds like such a task. But as I grew in this industry, I'm like. Now I see what she means. Now I see what she's trying to say, like, because if the work ain't going to come to me, I got to go out and make the work. You know, right, right. My, my great friend, Rami, Rami Yusuf. Yep. Um, he and I were classmates. He has a show on Hulu, Rami. And yep. that's about him growing up being Muslim in New Jersey. And like, that's a that's a unique story that needs to be told. And he wrote it and it's out there. My boy got an Emmy. <laughs> wow Jeez. nice Get, Impressive. Uh, hello let's uh, yeah, bring him old on old.
1: bring him on the show yeah
2: what am i talking <laughs> to you for bring him on the show <laughs> all right this has been leon yeah, yeah. A golden globe and an emmy nomination what? but just like that's amazing to see like my friend who i did a scene with like i could physically touch him so now i know it's like you don't have to be a superhero yeah. to be successful in this game you just right. have to be an honest human being.
1: So you're sticking so you're just you're sticking with it. I mean, you know, yes. that thing you are you're just being persistent, which I love because you actually <laughs> love what you're doing. So you just want to keep doing it.
2: I I love it. I can't see myself doing anything else. Like, no offense to anyone in the American workplace, but Sitting at a yep. desk is just not for me. I can't do that. I got yeah. a story to tell, man. I got, I got, you know, I would say I got charisma. I got charm. I, oh yeah, you I do. There. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what I like that he said there too, is the fact that he's happy for somebody else in his field, like even in stand-up comedy, and I'm sure it's with yep. acting. There's so much jealousy, you know. People that, that, well, how come he's got an Emmy? Why does he get a Golden yep. Globe nomination? Why is he headlining? Why is he opening for you know Jerry Seinfeld? Why aren't I? And you see so much of that in in all these fields, and I'm sure it's true in music too. But there's there's i i try to be so positive and helpful towards people yeah. and i love the fact that he said that he's happy for somebody you got to be i mean w- what's wrong with you that you can't show a little happiness for somebody that they're having how did, some how success did you get,
1: how did you get to that mental space leon was it meditation a book like uh, seriously because i think it takes some work
2: it does take some work because there are many times i used to compare myself to other people like yeah, yeah. i'm actually glad you you spoke about like the happiness and jealous and jealousy like so There was a time where I wasn't jealous, but it was more like George just booked freaking Black Panther. Like, why am I not doing that? Like, what's going on? So what I would do is I would say, you know what? There's so many different roles out there. Good for George. It was his time. I can't compare my chapter one to his chapter 20. That's one thing. Two is just like, if I'm friends with this person, why don't I just reach out to them and have a conversation and pick their brain and see like, how do they maneuver through obstacles? Like, yeah, people like to say like, this game has luck to it, but I, I agree with Peter Dinklage. There's nothing lucky about it. You're kind of cheapening my journey. Yeah. So, and then it's just like, what do I have to be, what do I have to gain to be jealous? You know, like all that's going to do is make my face wrinkle faster. And I can't do that. You need, yeah. your, you need your youth in this industry. But, um, I've seen it where people get so jealous that they try to bring down their peers, right? Like, I'll tell you a story that happened to me. I was in a play with a young lady that actually didn't take off. I left the play and did another play and that actually took off. She decided to spread a rumor about me out of jealousy. She Hmm. said that I was sexually aggressive towards her in the play. I played her husband, so I, I kissed her on the lips twice oh you know, so I, do you mean
1: the original play you left she made yeah. it seem like you left because of that reason and mm-hmm. yeah because oh, you no, were because the second play was successful she created this new narrative yeah so okay I,
2: I had left the play and um she was like very she was like very like full of herself and you know sometimes that I gotta have a little confidence but just be careful with that so I found out from a mutual friend that she said that I was, like, sexually aggressive towards her and such.
1: Ah, okay.
2: I said to the the friend, I'm like, well, did she tell you that when I left the place, she was texting me and, you know, saying I wish to work with you again? Did she tell you how when we had a rehearse one time, she invited me to her house to rehearse when her roommate wasn't there, nothing happened? Yeah, I I know, of course. You know, like, so I'm just like, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be the guy who's out there trying to spread rumors to break down another actor because he or she is doing better, doing better than me. Right? You know, because that's not going to lead to me getting any roles. You understand yep. yeah. what I'm saying? And I had another incident where I had a, a, a former a former friend of mine, who was a white dude. Where you know we're actors. Well, he's a type. I'm an actor. He's not an artist, but that's not a story. <laughs> but um, he was getting a little pissed off because he wasn't getting as many auditions anymore because they decided to, you know, diversify the industry. Sure. So he sort of like taking out on me, telling me that racism doesn't exist. Oh. It's a war against whites, you know, poor oh me. Yeah. And I'm just like,
0: yeah.
2: I don't want to be that person. So the only thing I need to be is happy, not to a point where it's toxic, where it's just like, everything is just so great and bright. No, but like, you know what? George is my boy. He has his own TV show. Good for him. That tells me that I can maneuver through this industry as well. That's right. a great mindset. Yeah.
1: You just, yeah, you avoid you avoid the excuses and just get down to business. And I think a lot of people like to use excuses as reasons for failure or that or that famous phrase that drives me nuts as well i tried i tried i tried it's like no yeah. you literally and in this case it's literal you literally act the way to your to your goal and in this case you're literally acting and i love that he
0: said uh well when he was talking about
1: comparing yourself
0: to other people you yeah know, if, even in business if once you start comparing yourself to what you're you're already defeating yourself like even yeah. in comedy you compare yourself to another you you don't compare you just no. be you go out and be you yeah and if, do the best if you, if can. you think
1: i'm going to compare to size 14 sneakers you're on well, your mind. No. no way Whoa. no mm-hmm. way <laughs> and, on, <laughs> and on on that note i am going to say uh leon Thank you very much. This yeah, is Leon. for your time.
2: Oh, man, I have like so many stories now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the good news about this show is when we've got great guests, you, you come back to give an update. So season two, which will be starting in February, yeah. we will absolutely have you back on board. Definitely. And we'll definitely get inside your drawers there. In- <laughs> right. We need a picture of the drawers. And we want to do a lot with you can find Leon on at Leon Morgan acting on Instagram. Lee underscore and underscore. <laughs> underscore sneakers and sneaks excuse me so there's lots of underscores there um and that's also on instagram but we'll have all we'll have all those connections um for you listeners uh on the website and obviously on our social media do
0: you have a fans only too 14 inch leon or (laughs) oh no (laughs) i
2: should get an only fans (laughs) only fans yeah only fans. Since we were season two in February, Black History Month. I should be the first guest with an hour slot. <laughs>
1: hey, you know what? Yeah, that's what we're you doing. just you just bitched your way into a new show. Yeah, that's it. Bitch. you just did it. You just bitched your way into the first episode of season two. Yep. We're gonna, all right, we got it. Done deal. I'm but no, I'm serious. Gonna, you know,
2: and, uh, we're gonna handcuff ourselves to the door. <laughs>
1: well, let's not get kinky. No, no. Okay, that's all right. <laughs>
2: Jeez, Yeah.
1: (laughs) For someone that needed needed a lot of coaching to be a gay character. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) Leon, I honestly, I mean, it's the only guest you could do this with. That's what makes this so great. But um, (laughs) seriously, obviously, we'll be in touch. And uh, we will, I I think February is a great time to do this again. Um, But thank you for your time today. I know, uh, I know you're busy. And thank you um, just for sharing your story. It's it's not many people that can talk about failure, rejection, 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 and still be happy, you know, following their passion, being positive, being happy for other people. This is a great lesson for everybody today. Um, you know, in the face of rejection, it's like, yeah, you can feel a little bit bad about it, but you pick yourself up and go. And most importantly, you stay positive for yourself and those around you. So thank you so much for that.
2: Thank you guys for uh, having me on. It was great. Just, if I can tell you this, just continue to be honest because honesty is just like, I'm tired of the mask. Show me what's underneath the mask. And you guys are not wearing masks today and it's awesome. And I'm, thank you so much, George. I'm so happy we did this.
1: Yeah, me too. And we'll do it again. Believe me. We've got a lot. I I think there's a lot more to say. There's a whole other show here, clearly. (laughs) But thank you, Leon. Um, Yep. You'll find our show guys every Thursday at 10 AM. We drop, the curiously george podcast and you can find todd and i at CuriouslyGeorge.com, instagram and facebook at curiously george and um yeah that's it for today yeah that's it oh, that was sorry, a great I'm show
2: good to meet you digitally hey, yeah. it was nice to meet you leon nice to meet
1: you too just like an actor he keeps going and scene <laughs>
0: awesome
2: God, be safe out there be well wear your masks please. still going
0: still going <laughs> yep still going scott do you want to say anything to leon he's yeah. still talking
1: scott maybe you have a question for Very the good, actor man. i don't know
0: You got anything good all right good sorry all right, all right well that was great that was it, a, was it was great. a good chat I, I mean like he said there with the whole thing with you know being honest and yep. Um, you know, it, it, it was just a great chat. And the guy's got such a great disposition, too. Oh, you know, because acting's not easy. You know, it's like I said, soul crushing at times, but there's also some good.
1: My goal, and Leon knows this, my goal for him, and we've talked about this for years, is that that Marvel movie's going to come. Like when Luke Cage came out on Netflix, we were going back and forth about it. It's going to happen. The yeah. Marvel movie's going to happen. There's no question about it. When do you think it'll happen? Wait, I, th- I think in the next two years, there's going to be some, uh, Marvel's going to be doing some interesting, um, Things with some of their characters. And they're going to have characters in the comic books that are um, that are going to come to life. And I think there's there's a couple out there. There's a guy Goliath. He's yeah. more like a giant man. I could see Leon getting all CGI'd. Oh, okay. Um, well, hey, with a size fourteen shoe, come yeah. on. You know, shoe. so it's going to, you know, yeah. you know. Right. So I could see that happening. But um, but 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 again, to the audience, I think to wrap it all up, it's it's you know how you how you take adversity and how you deal with it. And still remain positive about yourself and about the people around you. And that is the lesson for today. Yeah, he showed it. And you got to be that way or else it's just not going to happen. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, Todd.
0: It was nice talking to you. Yeah. Thanks, Todd. Say goodbye, George. Goodbye.